Hello folks, this is Thomas Askan Fierich speaking from Vienna in Austria. We will have some American breakfast because we are talking about an American artist, Alex Chilton. Take it off. Baby, just take it all off. Take it off. Baby, just take it all off. I said, baby, just take it all off. Take off your coat. LP High Priest from 1987. You might ask me who the fuck is Alex Chilton? You know him. You know him truly for this song. Give me a ticket for an aeroplane. Ain't got time to take a fast train. Lonely days are gone. I'm a going home. How much money I gotta spend Got to get back to my baby again Lonely days are gone I'm a going home My baby just wrote me a letter 
soul group from the 60s and the that was their first single came out 1967 and Alex Chilton was the singer and he was 16 years old when this song was recorded the box tops had some more hits I just play some of them shortly the barking in the background of course is my wonderful dog Alma She's bored and she wants to be caressed, like always when I'm sitting at my desk. The city lights, the pretty lights, they can warm the coldest nights. All the people going places, smiling with electric faces, what they find the I'm not 
1969, the box tops dissolved and Chilton was asked, or has been asked before, I think it was 68, to be the lead singer of Blood, Sweat and Tears, who needed somebody after Al Cooper left the group. But he didn't and he tried to do his first solo album, 1970, which wasn't finished and never came out during that time. It came out later. That happened a lot in Alex Chilton's career, that he recorded beautiful things which weren't published or were published years and years later. Listen to the songs.
was the problem with the labels and the R and A and R guys? Didn't they hear that this was hit material? Funky, sexy, bluesy, very dynamic, very selbstbewusst. But they didn't. So an frustrated Alex Chilton went to New York and started learning the guitar for real in the styles of guitarists like the great Steve Cropper from Stax or like Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys. Beach Boys? Carl Wilson? Can you imagine somebody learning the guitar like Carl Wilson from the Beach Boys? Okay, he did. And um, during his years in New York, he met Roger McGinn from the, the Birds. And uh, he was very influenced by him and uh, by his singing and playing the guitar. And so Chilton returned to Memphis, where he came from originally, in 1971 and co-founded the power pop group Big Star with Chris Bell. <laughs>
great stuff again. Quite modern for that time, early 70s. It sounded like alternative rock when nobody knew what alternative rock is. The critics were enthusiastic, but the sales were low. Limited, probably caused by limited distribution by their record label, Stax Records, who got some financial problems at that time. Same story with the next record, Radio City, came out end of 73. Excellent reviews, low sales. Now the problem was with Columbia Records, who have bought stacks and didn't do a lot for marketing and distribution. I'm in love with a girl So, bad luck for Alex Chilton, to say the least. In 1987, the quite famous alternative rock band The Replacement did a song about Alex Chilton. Because at that time in the 80s, when Chilton had a little comeback, he was the godfather of alternative rock.
one year before the Bangles had released a cover version of a big star song, September Girls. from this version allowed Chilton, who had struggled financially since leaving the box tops, to buy his first new car since his box top days and a piece of rural land near Hohenwald, Tennessee, where he planned to build a small house, which he never finished to build, by the way. But back to the 70s, Big Star tried it a third time. All good things are free, but not in the case of Mr. Chilton. And during the recording of this album, the band broke up. And the album never was really finished and wasn't released. It was finally released, but many, many years later. So we have now the opportunity to listen and dig a little bit deeper into this strange record, a mythical record, something like the Smile record by the Beach Boys, a masterpiece which was never finished. And it is a very sad record because you can hear Chilton quite on the edge and the band breaking up. Sometimes it's only Alex Chilton left in the studio.
It is disputed if this was a big star record at all. Jody Stevens and Alex Chilton from Big Star were together in the studio with a bunch of musicians from Memphis recording. They did some straight songs like Thank You Friends, which we heard, but even that was not a very polished or commercial type of song.
What was that? Early punk rock? The only one who comes to my mind at that time, mid-70s, who did this kind of stuff was John Cale, ex-Velvet Underground. Most of the songs on third are in a slow mood, quite sad, probably because Alex Shilton's mental health was deteriorating during these sessions. And the other musicians were leaving one by one. One, two, three, four.
not hard to realize Just look into her false colored eyes She'll build you up to just put you down What a clown Cause everybody knows Things she does to please She's just a little tease See the way she walks Hear the way she talks Seven, have a look. She's going to smile to make you frown. What a clown! Little boy, she's from the streets. Before you start, you're already beat. She's gone to. you have recognized the song the original is by the Velvet Underground and I think this is the most fragile and most beautiful version of this many times covered song and then they began to experiment Stay 
at the end it was Chilton, sad and alone, but still recording. The next three songs are probably the, the saddest songs ever recorded.
song in this little trilogy of sad pop songs is called Holocaust and if there is a song about depression in pop history then it is this song I read you the lyrics your eyes are almost dead can't get out of bed and you can't sleep you're sitting down to dress and you're a mess You look in the mirror, you look in your eyes, say you realize everybody goes, leaving those who fall behind. Everybody goes as far as they can. They don't just care. They stood on the stairs laughing at your errors. Your mother's dead, she said, don't be afraid. Your mother's dead, you're on your own. She's in her bed, everybody goes. Leaving those who fall behind, everybody goes as far as they can. They don't just care. You're a wasted face. You're a sad-eyed lie.
desert almost dead can get out of bed and you can sleep you're sitting down to dress and you're a mess you look in the kitchen. Today we um, carry olds to Athens. Wir tragen Athen, äh, wir tragen Eulen nach Athen, maybe for some of you, because I like to prepare with you a real English or American breakfast, a warm breakfast. We got here eggs, baked beans, 
in tomato sauce. We got bacon, Frühstücksspeck, as we say in German. And we got sausages. I took the best sausages in the world. Original Rostbratwürstel from Nuremberg. We got two tomatoes. We will roost a little. We got good white bread. We got HP sauce. So, we got uh, scrambled eggs. No, no, let's, you can do scrambled eggs. Or we do it uh, sunny side up. Fried eggs. And first, we roast the, the speck, the bacon. I bought uh, raw bacon. So we put some slices in a in a in a pan without any oil or something. Lay it next to each other, not above each other, and let them be crispy. So it's. Um, the heat is not so high. In the other pan, we give some oil and we fry the eggs. I fry three of them and uh, they get some paprika powder for the taste of it. And I roast the tomatoes. I slice them in two halves. I think this is one of the best of this all, the tomatoes. I will do that in the in the pan with the spick because this is going quite quick. The tomatoes need some time. You put them, of course, in the, the cut half, the, the open half, to the bottom. In the meanwhile, we can warm up the, the beans. They don't need to cook anymore, it's just enough to warm them. And we do some bread in the toaster. The eggs need a little bit salt. The rest didn't. The, the bacon is salty enough. The beans, the beans are salted already. You could put some pepper on it. On everything. Even the beans. And if you like the beans a little bit hotter, you can add some Tabasco sauce. Always a good idea. Don't forget the sausages. 
So the, the Bratwürstel from Nürnberg are already cooked, so they, on, they only need to be to get a little bit brown. They are not raw. From time to time you have to turn the, the bacon it's not burned and if it's ready put it in a on a plate we can warm it later meanwhile we do some we cook some water put the kettle on for a nice cup of tea as lean you should say and I got these wonderful PG tips imported from Britain and they really are good, cheap and good, good combination. The bacon is ready, so we put it on a plate, put another plate over it so it keeps warm. The eggs are already, so we put down the heat. What are the beans doing? Now look warm. And sausages. Sausages are getting brown, but they need a little more. Tomatoes need a little more heat. So, full heat now. So you see, it, it takes you maybe 10 minutes to prepare this. not rocket science. Yeah, now the sausages are ready almost. Everything is ready almost. Yeah, looks good. We can serve it. That's all guys. Easy and dear. 1975, Chilton went back to Arden Studios in Memphis and recorded a solo record, which, of course, wasn't released. It was released in 1981, and this was the critical reception. The Orlando Sentinel wrote that nothing is pretty on Buck's bottom. But it's all beautiful in a scary, decrypted sort of way. The Spin Alternative Record Guy deemed the album a major lost era work. Stereo Review called it an unholy mess of an album, writing that if you like Chilton at his most ludicrously dissolute, you'll be glad to have it. And I think that at this time, 
children didn't care a lot about anything that could be publish, publishable. He just did his music and he was deconstructing his own music. I play you three different versions of one song. The song called Take Me Home and Make Me Like It. Even that is great. This is version one. Okay, this could have been a John Cale song from this year's mid-70s, but the next version wouldn't.
I think Alex Chilton had his fun in studio. But there's a third version, and that's even stranger. enough of that, but that first verse was Get up 
fix myself a drink No, no, no I'm so tired I'm feeling so upset I'm so tired My hand cursed Sir Walter Raleigh He was such a stupid get I'm putting you on, but it's a no joke It's doing me harm, you know I can't sleep I cast up my brain, you know it's three weeks I'm going insane, you know I give you everything I got for a little piece of mine I'm so tired I don't know what to do I'm so It's doing me harm, I can't sleep, I can't stop my brain, it's three weeks, and I'm going insane, I give you everything I got for a little piece of mine, give you everything I got for a little piece of mine, give you everything I got for a little piece of mine. Deconstructing John Lennon. Does anybody have any aspirin? I need a pain pill. Every time I close my eyes, I see the light of day. And every time I open them, I just can't find my The same year, Chilton had a live appearance on radio. And there he covered Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You, which Whitney Houston made to a worldwide hit. But listen to his version. 
lapse back into the lovesick blues boy business. If I should stay, I would only be in your of you each step of the way and I will always love you I will always love you Sweet memories. That's all I'm taking with me. So goodbye, and please don't cry. We both know that I'm not. What you mean And I Seventy-seven, he went back to New York, where he performed as Alex Chilton and the Cossacks, with a lineup that included Chris Stammy, later of the DBs, and Richard Lloyd of Television, and they played at venues like the CBGB, uh, early punk venue. And 1978, he released the solo single Bangkok. Backed with the cover of the seats, I can't seem to make you mine. It's a little thing that's gonna please ya. Just a little town down in Indonesia, Bangkok. Japanese way I learn aggressively in Hong Kong Bangkok Margaret Trudeau Jackie O Madame Newman Bridget Bardo Bangkok 
1978, he produced some music in Memphis for the punk rockabilly band The Cramps. And 1979, he recorded his next solo effort. And this time for real. This time it was released. <laughs> But only 500 pieces were printed. And uh, he continued in the way he did it on Bach's Bottom. And um, his producer, Jim Dickinson, who was a fan of this way of recording, later said, sometimes 
there was somebody in the control room and a lot of times there was nobody there. The musicians also sometimes used instruments that were not fully functioning, as Dickinson explained. The Minimog was sitting around broken at the studio. I played it and all I did was twist knobs. Chilton later said when the recording sessions began, he began to think, man, these guys don't know the songs. This must sound terrible. But when I went to the control room and heard what we were doing, it was just incredible sounding. Getting involved with Dickinson opened up a new world for me. Before that, I'd been into careful layerings of guitars and voices and harmonies and things like that. And Dickinson showed me how to go into the studio and just create a wild mess and make it sound really crazy and anarchic. That was growth for me. Dickinson affirmed that Chilton consciously wanted the musicianship to be sloppy. He clarified that he plays guitar on the album despite not being technically proficient. A lot of the guitar on Sherbert is me. Alex said, you still play like you're 14 years old. I said, yeah, I play bad. That's what he wanted. Years later, in a book on the Memphis music scene, Chilton stated, my life was on the skids and like flies on Sherbert was a summation of that period. I like that record a lot. It's crazy, but it's a positive statement about a period in my life that wasn't positive. Let's hear it. Tell me when to start. My skis are buzzing round my head. Spanish moss for my bed.
same time, Chilton was uh, a member with uh, Tough Harkos Panther Burns. That was a poo, a rockabilly punk band. Very rough. <laughs> Chilton was producing this stuff. He was still a young man, 29 years old. 1980, he played a rare live concert in London, badly recorded. But one song is worth to listen to, Tramp. Thank you very much. In 1981, Chilton moved to New Orleans, where he spent much of the next years working outside music, washing dishes, working as a janitor at the Uptown nightclub Tupelo's Tavern, and working as a tree trimmer. So Chilton did the way of the American dream the other way round, from rock star to dishwasher. 
But in New Orleans, he came in connection with New Orleans jazz musicians. And he began to change his style of playing the guitar, less raucous, moving toward a cooler, more restrained approach. And in 84, he began again as a musician and recording again. In 85, Chilton began working with the Memphis jazz drummer Doug Garrison, who had played music with Chilton's father, Sidney, in a big band. Chilton's father was a jazz musician. And his trio continued touring and began to record. Six songs were recorded at Arden Studios again for the EP Feudalist Hearts. No more punk, no more lo-fi. This was soul music, southern soul music. Chilton went back to his roots and he was wittier than ever and a little bit happy too. It sounds like that. Send it up for Katie Can't get it on Or even get high Come on baby Fuck me and die No sex No sex Not anymore I remember 1982 Some BD stream but that's all through 
It's a retrovirus Now they just as soon gas a virus But no sex, not in the hall No sex, not against the wall And he developed a very peculiar way of playing the guitar. Very reduced, very a little bit rough still. And this kind of guitar playing has influenced a lot of people, including me. <laughs> and he had a little hit, 1987.
they pick a two-year-old and get him from his mama and take him to the palace to be the Dalai Lama. I hear he never swats a mosquito. That's cause he's a follower of Buddha. This time I saw uh, Chilton live in Hanover, and he was very relaxed, very good looking, a hot cat having the time of his life. Leo, what's your sign, girl? Is 
Jotun played a relaxed mixture of covers, mostly strange covers, and own songs. Critics said maybe he was too relaxed <laughs> compared to his uh, dark times in the 70s. Maybe. But he was not forgetting his, uh, what can I say, his art, <laughs> his ambitions, his ambitions to, to do something special. In 1994, he went into the studio with Alan Vega from Suicide and Ben Vaughn on drums to do a night session. No expectations, no preparations, just improvising. And the record they did, they called Cubist Blues. And that's a very good name, I think. Yeah, I'm the cold winds are coming again, baby. You're getting the axe in the face, baby. 
They said it was so dark in the studio, they almost couldn't see each other. I've seen it before Freedom Yeah, freedom is running scared In his last year, Alex Chilton died 2010 at the age of 60. Um, he did a duet with Ray Davis from the Kings. Baby, I feel good. Sleep at night 
sogno così non ritorni mai più Mi dipingevo le mani e la faccia di blu Poi d'improvviso venivo da vento rapito E cominciavo a volare nel cielo infinito di stare lassù e volavo, volavo felice più in alto da sole e ancora più su mentre il mondo pian piano spariva lontano laggiù una musica dolce suonava soltanto per me di stare lassù you find in my show notes and just to remind you my live podcast Wein und Vinyl Club in the Hotel Henriette in Vienna Praterstraße is still going on just come between 5 and 9 p.m. 